the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric is founder and president at Heckman Financial right here in Silicon Valley. This is a show where we talk about retirement planning. Now, every single weekend, you hear Eric's voice right here on the radio. Maybe you've even seen him in person. Maybe you've been to one of his seminars or you've watched him on a YouTube webinar. And maybe you've even heard about him from a friend. But how much do you really know about him? Today, we're going to take a moment to get to know him just a little bit better. Here's the number to help you get started in case you want a face-to-face chat with Eric. The number is 800-454-1184. 800-454-1184. You will hear us talk about the Blueprint to Worryless Wealth. This is something that Eric has created for retirees. It's a blueprint to plan out your retirement, your journey, and this is complimentary. So 800-454-1184 to get on Eric's calendar, or you can find us online anytime at wealthcreatorradio.com. And Eric, a big hello to you. Hey, Luann. It's good to be here. And, uh, you know, I guess talking about how I how I started it, right? Yeah. We're going to get go back to the very, very beginnings. And I want to hear about, you know, your background. What led you to where you are today, Heckman Financial? Yeah. So uh, I was somebody who always wanted to have money, not but just somebody who always wanted, you know, as a kid, I always just wanted to be able to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so usually like every summer I'd work two jobs just because you have plenty of time and it was easy to do it. So uh, I was actually one of the uh, first uh, employees at, at Raging Waters, which is, you know, a water park that oh. just opened at the time and worked in emissions and, and then in cash control where we counted all the wet dollars, which was always fun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but then also I'd be working at, you know, either Macy's or other you know, retail stores at the same time. And so do one during the day, one at night. And you know, just because I had the time and I still had plenty of time to do stuff with friends and stuff. I mean, it's amazing how much time people think they don't have until you try to spend more of it, right? <laughs> right. And, and so, yeah, so I was always kind of uh, just motivated because I bought my own car and, and did stuff like that where, you know, those things that you want to have and albums or all those other fun things as a teenager, you know, wanted to get. And, you know, so that that kind of continued through college. Uh, my parents were nice enough to pay for my tuition, but they didn't give me really any spending money, uh, kind of a model I gave my sons uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so And so I went to Santa Clara University, got a finance degree, but pretty much the whole time I was working 20 to 30 hours, uh, you know, during that, you know, spent the first year in the dorms, but I was, you know, one of the weird ones who probably the only one, I think, or maybe one or two other people that would you know, go to work and <laughs> drive to work and come back and go to class and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it, I think it's a good way to go because, you know, you learn a lot, you learn how to manage your time and, uh, you know, you, you know how to get, get focused. And, uh, I really just from college, I wanted to, to get into finance related. And I looked at being actually originally a stockbroker back in the day when they were called stockbrokers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but then I realized that was very limiting because they only just just really just try to get people to buy stocks and, and bonds. And so 
I actually started off on the insurance realm and, uh, you know, started with some insurance companies and you know, it was good training there. And, you know, then I realized it was very limiting in the sense that, you know, you're only allowed to use their products and what they told you to do. So, you know, that's why I quickly, uh, decided, Hey, yeah, I, I need to be independent and, uh, you know, just went that direction. So yeah, I actually, uh, Pretty much from college, I never had another job or never really got a job in a way because this was my own business from day one. So, wow, <laughs> uh, you know, it was one of those things where the insurance company says, okay, you know, start calling people, find friends, and you know, get your own business. And, uh, you know, so uh, you paid for your own expenses day one, everything. So, one of those things where the other you know, joke is you only work half days, right? 12 hours. Um, but, <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, I mean, it, it's good. Uh, not everybody can be their own boss and run their own company type thing, but uh, it's definitely tough to start out for sure and uh, always challenging, but, you know, it makes it, makes it good. And, and, you know, the rewards helping people retire, helping people, you know, get to their goals. Eric, I love your story, your background story, how you really, truly were always interested in finances, even from a young, you know, a, a young guy in high school working those two jobs. And then it brought you to owning your own company. And I know that that you chose this marketing process that you use with retirees, this blueprint to worryless wealth. You named it after kind of because of your mother, she was sort of your chief worrying officer your your whole life, right? And tell us about that. Yeah, so when I when I first got into business, of course, one of the, my first uh, you know clients was my parents because it'd be really bad if they didn't want to work with me. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, one of the things that she'd always ask is, okay, how am I going to retire? How am I going to do this? Uh, you know, and, and then, of course, she'd always usually end it with, you know, if you screw this up, we're moving in with you. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so it was it was always a good way to you know, really think about it, just show people how to do it. And, you know, with somebody who's obviously a little bit nicer to you, <laughs> right? Or, you know, who's going to be a little bit more friendly. Uh, and so, yeah, she'd always be asking me, how's this going to happen and so forth. And and it was, it was a really good way to, you know, just actually make me think about, okay, how are people worried? I mean, people are so worried about money always. I mean, there's there's not a time where you can't not have some concern about money. Either it's paying too much in taxes because you, you've done well or it's not having enough, right? Or is it going to last or am I putting it in the right place? You know, there's so many different worries. And so, yeah, that, that's why we've created that, that worry less wealth system. And actually I had uh, this, this lady, Susan, she, she called us, um, well, she called Janine, you know, she called into the radio show and left us a message. And Janine from my, my office uh, is always good about following up and, you know, not being pushy, but just saying, hey, how can we help you? What are your concerns? And so, you know, she, she set up a, a 15 to 30 minute phone call with us to, to just find out what was going on. And, you know, she told me how she's you know, about to retire and uh, she was moving um, actually back to, to Hawaii with her daughter who lives there. And she was originally from Hawaii and, and her grandkids. And so she was really excited, obviously, about you know, retiring, but she just wanted to have some money guaranteed. She needed to have some sort of just really strong guaranteed money that's going to be there for the rest of her life. She didn't want to do a ton of stock market risk or anything else like that and told her there's plenty of different ways to do things. Yeah, there's lots of different options. And so yeah, we, we, we sat down, we, we went through having an income plan and you know, how's that money going to be there for the rest of her life? You know, what's the investment risk that she wants? And for her, it was very little. And so we said, well, we've got tools for that. Uh, and then, you know, also taxes. What are the taxes going to look like along the way? 
Uh, obviously, she had health care concerns and you know, just showed her how to make sure she has the best Medicare supplements and all those types of things. You know, and then lastly, legacy, you know, making sure that her daughter and her grandkids, you know, get, inherit those funds when, when, you know, whatever's left over when she's gone. So, you know, that that's the, the blueprint to worry less wealth. We are help, able to help her create that process. And then at the end of that, that second meeting, when we went through that whole blueprint, you know, she said, yeah, Erica, let's work together and, and, you know, let's get this going. And now she's retired and, you know, she's very happy and enjoying life. And so, yeah, that, that's what we can do for, for you, too. If you want to give us a call, 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. How do you help earn that trust? When retirees come in to meet you because, you know, they're putting their livelihood in your hands. Yeah, no, that's always a, a good question. And, you know, it's really something that, you know, either people listen to me on the radio or they've seen some of our videos or webinars. Often they've been referred to us by somebody else before they've even seen a lot of those other other things or they've read my book. And, you know, really the, the big thing is just showing them a process, showing them it's not a product. There's no one solution. There's no one thing you put all your money in and you're done. It'd be nice, but, you know, it just doesn't work. That's what we do is we help people, you know, create that blueprint to worry less wealth. And, you know, one of the things we've actually created, too, is a, a checklist. And so a checklist is a great way to know how close am I? You know, am I doing good? What, what things have I forgotten about or what do I need to look at? So if you want to get a copy of this checklist to see, you know, what's your score and add it up and see how close you are and make sure you haven't left anything off the, the list, send us a text and say the word checklist on it. Just type the word checklist to 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or you can request it online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Thanks for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. We'll be right back. Have you done your homework yet? Yes, I'm talking to you. Have you done your homework yet? Just like Baum always made you finish your schoolwork before playing, you have some homework to do before playing in retirement. This assignment is called Finding the Income Gap. Once you know that, Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services can help you with the rest. To start your assignment, just text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184 to get your complimentary copy of Eric's Guide to Building the Income Bridge for your retirement. This Income Bridge Guide will show you the three simple steps you can take to create income in retirement. By the time you're done with it, you'll be able to easily calculate how much income you need for your retirement plans. So you can enjoy the financial independence you've worked so hard for. So to get this complimentary report, text INCOME to 800-454-1184. Text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. Eric is president of Heckman Financial, where their mission is to get you to and through a worryless wealth retirement. And their strategies can help you in all kinds of ways, minimizing fees, lowering your tax costs, all kinds of things like that. Eric is here to guide you. So there's a blogger and he's called Financial Samurai. He raised some eyebrows recently when he laid out some stark numbers that he thinks retirees are going to need to save. He is saying $8 million is what we need to accumulate, Eric. And and here's his math. It says, figure out your annual expenses, your desired annual expenses, 
and then multiply those by 200. Planning for 40000 a year means you need to have $8 million. Now, that's pretty crazy to me. Do you think that's a little too high to aim? Yeah, it sounds like very bizarre math, actually, because... I mean, on eight million, that should be putting off four hundred thousand a year, yeah, at five percent, and that's not even talking about taking out principal and and such. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't think the numbers are that that high. I, I don't exactly get what he was doing there, but uh, you know, really, that is always an often asked question, though: is is what? How much do I need to have saved for retirement? And the answer is, I can't tell you because it depends on what you like to do. I mean, I had a client several years ago who, you know, started working with me and she just wanted to do a little bit of planning and we looked at her stuff and she'd already paid off her house. Uh, she pretty much only gardens and does stuff at the house and, you know, doesn't really like to travel because she had to travel for work. And so she could live on like 2000 or 3000 a, a month pretty much and, you know, be fine. And there's other people that I can barely get by because I only have 10000 a month, you know, so it's it's very different depending on your standard of living, right? And what you're planning on doing and, and so forth. So it's always nice to have some sort of goal, but the problem is if you reach your goal and it's a bad goal, <laughs> right? So it used to be like a million dollars sounded like so much money, right? Now, you know, you look at that and you kind of go, well, you know, it depends on how much you're getting from Social Security and other sources. It may not be quite enough. You might need to, you know, have more like two or three. So, again, it really depends on where you're living, what the cost of living is, right, what's your standard of living. So I, I think it's a little bit better to plan on how much income can I be taking out. So just run your monies out and see if, if you're getting enough income, and then you know you're, you're good, but not, not be focused on that dollar number as much. Right. So the rules of thumb, like the 4% rule of thumb, and I guess he was trying to figure like a half percent rule of thumb. I don't know what he was trying to do. But anyway, those we don't necessarily have to rely on. But how do you help someone figure out that strategy for taking their withdrawals from their accounts? Walk us through that, please, Eric. So really, the, the only way to really do it is run your numbers out with an income plan. So an income plan is Sounds simple, but and there's a lot of stuff probably online you can find. But you know, as you're getting closer to retirement, probably I'd say five to ten years away for sure. That that's when you need a really detailed income plan. And, and really, what the income plan should say is, okay, I've got all these different types of money, right? So I've got normal dollars in my bank account or maybe my investment account. I've got uh, 401k, IRA dollars. Those are all taxable, right? Uh, then Social Security. Well, that may be only 85% taxable, not state taxable, depending on your state. And so there's all these different types of monies, you know, Roth IRA, tax-free, right? So there's all this stuff. And so how do you do the, all this very easily? Well, you know, you need some decent software to, to really run that and show you, okay, how's that money going to be coming out after tax, and then also, what's my inflation going to be? And, you know, there's a couple of things. A lot of times people say, oh, we have to inflate, you know, your money all by, you know, this certain rate or it's going to double over this period of time. But some things don't change. The main one, your mortgage. You know, if, you've, if you refinance a mortgage and it's locked in for the next 20 or 30 years, there's no inflation on that. So in a way, it actually gets cheaper. So really what you have to do is kind of run the numbers. Don't have to get super, super massive analytical down to, you know, how much do you spend on coffee every week or, you know, something like that. I'm not a big fan of getting that that detailed. But, you know, just in general, okay, let's let's look at these numbers. And then also let's make sure we remember stuff. Uh, probably number one thing people forget is healthcare. 
people forget that you have to pay for Medicare supplements and Medicare premiums and, you know, uh, all that type of stuff. And then if you're going to retire pre-65, well, boy, you better really add up a bunch of money in, in there for, for taxes. So, yeah, once you've looked at all that stuff, you know, that's when you can really say, oh, okay, this is how much I need and this is how long my money's going to gonna last. And if it runs out when you're 95, that's probably more than okay. Um, I mean, it's nicer to make it go past 100. But if it runs out when you're 75, well, ouch. Uh, <laughs> time to go back to the drawing board and rethink some stuff, some timing or, or how much you're saving and so forth. So you know, that's really what an income plan does. And you know, it's something we can do for you uh, as a listener here. We can actually do that blueprint to worry less wealth where we do the income plan. Then we look at your investments and are they going to be able to put out that income? Then look at the tax ramifications between now and retirement and throughout retirement to see how can you lower your taxes for the rest of your life. And then look at the healthcare issues, legacy issues. And that's the five areas of the blueprint to worry less wealth. So that way we can have you worry less about your money and more about having fun and enjoying life. So if that's something you want to take advantage of, uh, right now we're not charging a planning fee. All you have to do is give us a call, 800-454-1184. Again, 800 454 1184, or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. We're talking about retiring today in today's environment. And interest rates are sort of a double-edged sword when it comes to the world of finances because they're really helpful for borrowers. But MarketWatch says that the low interest rates mean that, you know, it's going to take obviously more purchasing power to maintain your standard of living in retirement. So how do you help your retirees plan around the low interest rates in retirement, Eric? Wow, yeah. When I was in college, I was working at uh, a Security Pacific Bank, which got eaten up by B of A. But I was shocked at one point because all of a sudden the savings counts were no longer 5%. They'd been 5% for as long as I could remember. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And now, uh, you know, 0.01 <laughs> right? or something, <laughs> if, if you're lucky. And and so, yeah, it's great for for mortgages, horrible for bonds and putting money in the bank. Now, you need to have some money, liquid access. You need to have something that's there for, you know, that rainy day fund. So you still need to have some in the bank. Uh, ideally, maybe put it in an online bank that earns a tiny bit more interest right now, but not much, but at least something more. Really what you have to do, though, is if you're using the traditional part of what we call foundational money. So foundational money is stuff that doesn't go away. And so, you know, that's usually insurance companies, uh, U.S. Treasuries, or banks. Uh, U.S. Treasuries are super, super low. And same with banks. So really, the only place to have some good guaranteed money now is insurance companies. And insurance companies, historically, they've paid about 1% to 2% higher than banks, and sadly, they still are. So 1% to 2% more than not much is still better. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's still better than nothing, right? And so, you know, that's one place to be looking at. And, and really, the other part, reason people put money in bonds in their, in their stock portfolio and their market money is, again, to have lower volatility. Well, guess what? Those bond rates are super low, too. And bonds go down, bond values go down when interest rates go up or they go, you know, the flip side, the other direction. Well, if we're already at zero, pretty much, you know, there, there's no way for the bonds to jump up anymore in value because there's no way to lower the rates. So that means that all bonds are either going to earn nothing or lose value when rates go up. 
well, that's a pretty awful dilemma, right? Right. Savers and investors in them. And so that's where some of these products that are from insurance companies that are foundational, they actually can pay a rate based on various stock indexes and then still protect your and guarantee your principal, actually, even more protected than a bond would truly guarantee it. So, you know, there are options out there. It's just you got to get a little bit more creative and just blindly doing a old school 60-40 fund or one of those target date funds. uh, You may be missing the boat on how you can make some of that money on at least that bond side earn a little bit more. A CNBC survey says that about 42% of Americans say they really don't actively monitor their investments um, you know, to make sure that they're diversified. How do you help your retirees get to the bottom of what's going on with their portfolio? Yeah, well, ostrich planning is uh, not always the best, right? Uh, <laughs> ostrich <laughs> planning. Yeah, sticking your head in the sand mm-hmm. and hoping it's all okay. I remember in 08, 09, where some people just said, oh, I, well, I just stopped opening my statements, and, and now, I, now I'm fine. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's like, what? You know. Can't do that. <laughs> you know, just not going to the dentist anymore doesn't mean your teeth are going to be healthy. Uh, you know, <laughs> so what you really need to do is you need to find out what's going on, right? Um, you know, if you want to, you can actually go on wealthcreatorradio.com, and there's actually, when you click through to the wealthcreatorradio.com's page, you'll actually see a risk or a questionnaire that you can take. But, you know, if you want to get a little bit more information on, you know, what can you do and what are the options out there and where are you headed to? Just give us a call and we can set up a time to talk. That's a 15 to 30 minute phone call where we just find out what's your worries, what's your concerns, and then we can go from there. But, you know, there's no cost, no obligation. So give us a call at 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184, or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Have you done your homework yet? Yes, I'm talking to you. Have you done your homework yet? Just like Baum always made you finish your schoolwork before playing, you have some homework to do before playing in retirement. This assignment is called Finding the Income Gap. Once you know that, Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services can help you with the rest. To start your assignment, just text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184 to get your complimentary copy of Eric's Guide to Building the Income Bridge for your retirement. This Income Bridge Guide will show you the three simple steps you can take to create income in retirement. By the time you're done with it, you'll be able to easily calculate how much income you need for your retirement plans. So you can enjoy the financial independence you've worked so hard for. So to get this complimentary report, text INCOME Text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. I don't need your rocking chair, your Geritol or your Medicare. <laughs> that is country music legend George Jones with a pretty accurate description of how most of us want our retirement today. Eric, there's a new survey out that says about 60% of baby boomers who are still working right now plan to keep on working in retirement. They want to stay active and, and engaged. Do you have clients like that uh, who are talking like that? And what is their reason behind keeping a job in retirement? 
Well, the I agree with the rocking chair part and the working part. The other part about the Medicare, you know, mm-hmm. people really do want that Medicare still. I think so too. <laughs> so, That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so actually, literally, one one reason I have some clients working is uh, just for that is for healthcare. Okay. Uh, you know, so some people I've got one client that she uh, retired up into Bend, Oregon, where a lot of a uh, well, I think it's almost all half full of a. Uh, ex-Californians. And, uh, you know, and she was working for HP in a pretty high stress kind of higher level job. And she just wanted some sort of office job that she could come in and go home and not check her email and not care. (laughs) And that would give her health care. And it took her a little while actually to find one that she liked up there, but she did get it. And, you know, because the problem was she was only 58 when she retired. And, you know, health insurance can be insanely expensive. I mean, at least a thousand or more per person, uh, you know, until you hit that 65 magic Medicare number. You know, I've got some other ones that, uh, you know, like they've just worked at sporting events like, you know, the Arena for the Sharks or Levi Stadium and for all the concerts and events and sports. And, you know, it's just something to get out of the house and, and have some fun and do some stuff. And then a lot of times it's also just, you know, for, things that they want to do, you know, and, and so, you know, it can be a good way to go. Um, the hard part is a lot of times you may not be able to physically do it. And so the scary part is when people plan on making sure they're working and then all of a sudden they have some health issue that prevents them from working. So that'd be the, I think the, probably the biggest caution is you may think you're going to be able to work and make some money and, and not have to need as much, but you also might not be able to. So don't, don't count on it. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't count on it. I mean, only do it if you want to, right? Don't have to have that income. Now, I want to talk about for those people who do decide to to keep working in retirement, how is that going to impact things like Social Security or Medicare? So it depends on the age. That's the big, huge one. Uh And so Social Security, massive, massive effect before your FRA, which is your full retirement account. And so right now, um, we're in the last year of everybody who's uh, 66, uh, where they get the Social Security, then it's starting to phase into 67. If you start working uh, and you take Social Security early, meaning any time before that 66 or 67 age number, then you're going to have an earnings restriction. And it changes every year, so it's around 18000 or so. And and so what happens is if you make more than that from earned income, meaning stuff that you know that you're paying Social Security tax and Medicare tax on, then what they're going to do is for every two dollars over that you make, you're going to lose one dollar of Social Security. Well, for a lot of people, once you make probably you know fifty thousand ish range, sixty thousand, you're going to probably have given back all of your Social Security, but locked in the penalty for starting early. Not good. <laughs> so, yeah, you really don't want to be. Uh, taking Social Security early before that. Uh, for Medicare, it really doesn't matter, except for there is Medicare premiums are based on your income. And so if all of a sudden you have too high of an income, then guess what? Your Medicare premiums may double, triple, or quadruple. So that's another little gotcha. It doesn't show up on your tax return. It's not technically a tax, but it's based on your income tax level. So smells like a duck, walks like a duck, <laughs> right? So, uh, so yeah, so that's one of those things where yeah, you also have to be very careful. So um, now the flip side, if you're 70 plus and you're still working, which I actually have a lot of clients that just love to work or I swear one, I don't think his wife wants him home. So 
Uh, <laughs> you know, you think he has to keep working. Uh, so, uh, you know, what weird part about uh, Social Security is once you're over 70, there is no reason to not take Social Security. I mean, you know, just get the money. But if you're replacing Social Security as your highest 35 years, if you're replacing uh, this last year with a year from, you know, maybe you're a paper boy or whatever it was way back when, um, your Social Security could actually go up. Uh, when you're working past 70 because of what they're going to do is they're going to recalculate that all. And so so it is a little bit interesting on how that how that all plays out. So this is what you do. You help retirees every single day decide when would be the optimal time for them to claim their Social Security benefits. It's all part of your blueprint to worryless wealth, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, what we do is we build that income plan, that investment taxes, healthcare, and legacy plan. And obviously part of the income plan is when to take Social Security, what tax ramifications you have of taking certain incomes or doing certain things at certain times. And then where else can you get the income from from your investments? So really that all plays together. And so, you know, one thing is a lot of times people say, well, I don't know if I should be doing the planning or if, is, if this is right for me or not. And, you know, really the big thing would be is just, you know, take 15 to 30 minutes of, of our time and we can, you know, be on a, a phone call or even a Zoom call and just, you know, find out what your concerns are, what your worries are. And then we can talk and, and go from there. But again, there's no cost for doing the actual phone call. And we'll actually even now do that that blueprint showing you what path you're on today, uh, again, for, for the radio listeners, for no cost. And so that's something you want to take advantage of. All you have to do is give us a call, 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Turns out one of the biggest expenses that you need to prepare for in retirement is taxes. Um, do you recommend people just saving, having like an account for their taxes? Or maybe are there some other strategies they could think about? Well, I mean, it depends on what time frame. I mean, one thing is when people are first retiring, they're always freaked out. Okay, how do I pay taxes? Because I don't have withholding anymore. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you can withhold even on Social Security. Uh, you know, you can have money withheld anytime you're getting money out of your IRAs and other things. Now, the hard part is like I have one client uh, who she doesn't get much Social Security, but luckily she bought some real estate a long time ago and she gets really good rental income. Well, there's no way to re- you know, withhold on that rental income. So uh, you may very well have to be filing quarterly payments where you have to send in that money every quarter. You really want to look at everything and see, okay, how, how am I invested? You know, what 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 types of things should I be doing tax-wise? So, you know, one is the, just the logistics of, you know, sending in the money. But the other big part is, you know, should you be doing a Roth conversion? Should you be taking money out and doing something different with it? And so lots of times people have, are just giving the horrible advice often from CPAs and accountants where they just say, oh, defer your tax, defer your tax. And, oh, my gosh, now it's not 70 and a half. Now it's 72. So you get even another year or two before you have to pay the tax on your IRAs and 401ks. Oh, well, that may be fine advice for this year or next year, but that could be horrible advice in the long run because you're going to go from a low bracket to a monster bracket once that all kicks in. So really, lots of times, the, the better answer is to be paying a little bit of tax now. Take some money from that tax-deferred money if it's at a low bracket. And if you don't need more of it, and you still have, say, maybe 20000 before you hit the next bracket, well, geez, take some money, convert it to Roth, and boom, now that money is going to never be taxed again in your lifetime. And even wh- whomever you leave it to will not pay the tax on that money. So 
you know, let's get rid of the tax man as fast as we can. I mean, that that has to be one of the big things going forward because there is no politician that's talking about paying our bills. Uh, nobody's talking about the you know paying down the debt or having mm-hmm. the all these problems with Medicare and Social Security being underfunded. Uh, these aren't even being addressed by any political party. So, you know, that's one of those things where there is going to be a day of reckoning at some point. And so the more you can put into Roth, the way more protected you'll be. You know, again, if you want to get actually a report about taxes and, you know, get a little bit more information about how taxes affect you and are you paying too much, we actually have a great other way that you can get a hold of that is by just texting the word taxes, T-A-X-E-S, uh, to 800 800- Four five four eleven eighty four. Again, text the word taxes to eight hundred four five four eleven eighty four, and we'll send that right over to you. And of course, you can always find us online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Wealth Creator Radio continues with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. Stick around for lots more. Have you done your homework yet? Yes, I'm talking to you. Have you done your homework yet? Just like Baum always made you finish your schoolwork before playing, you have some homework to do before playing in retirement. This assignment is called Finding the Income Gap. Once you know that, Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services can help you with the rest. To start your assignment, just text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184 to get your complimentary copy of Eric's Guide to Building the Income Bridge for Your Retirement. This Income Bridge Guide will show you the three simple steps you can take to create income in retirement. By the time you're done with it, you'll be able to easily calculate how much income you need for your retirement plans. So you can enjoy the financial independence you've worked so hard for. So to get this complimentary report, text INCOME to 800 454 1184. Text the word income to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman with Heckman Financial, and I've got one of my monthly contributors here, Drew Frampton from O2 Mortgage. Good to have you here. Eric, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, you know, I heard some stat about something like half of all Americans have more than 50% of their their house paid off or the flip side would be, you know, half full, half empty, right? That <laughs> they have more than half of their their equity just sitting there inside their house untapped. And is that something they should be doing something with or or what's what's the your thought process on that? Yeah, I mean, having equity in a home, which is the you know, what's left over after you consider the, the loan, right? So the difference between what the house is worth and what you owe on it. So the portion that there is no debt on, that's equity. And having equity is certainly a good thing, right? We all like that. Um, you know, there's safety in it, right? There's safety in the fact that if your house corrects by 10% and you had 50% equity, well, you still have plenty of equity. Um, also, you know, if you're tracking your net worth, equity in your home is technically part of your net worth. So, you know, that makes you feel a little bit comfortable. Um, but, you know, the the thing is, is, it is a little difficult to kind of tap into it, right? I mean, you can't, you can't just knock on my window and say, hey, Drew, you know, I, you did my loan for me. Can, can I have a couple, couple hundred dollars to, you know, go spend here or there? Uh, I've got some equity, right? You, you have to do something a little bit more involved than that to pull that money out. Um, and so, you know, that would be something that somebody can, could consider uh, is tapping into that equity. 
Yeah, and I mean, obviously, there's pros and cons, right? So I had a, a referral uh, from a mortgage person that was, you know, basically saying this is a good friend of ours, but they keep, you know, they'd inherited a property and they just kept cashing out, cashing out, you know, <laughs> taking money out and treating it like mm-hmm. an ATM. I mean, and and the the loan officer said, no, I, I won't do another loan until you talk to a financial advisor because <laughs> <laughs> they were just, you know, you know, just rating it and you know, it's going to be upside down at some point and, you know, a little bit too highly leveraged. But uh, so, you know, there, there's things like that. So you don't want to, you know, if you're going to pay off 30 grand or 50 grand of debt and then run it back up next year. Okay. That may not be the, you know, the best, but, but what are some, you know, kind of good rules of thumb or, or reasons why you should be doing it or, you know, and, and obviously maybe ones that you shouldn't do, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to to speak further to that end, you know, treating your home as a piggy bank is a recipe for disaster eventually, right? Um, however, you know, there are decent things that you can consider when you pull money out of your home, you know, tap into that equity. So certainly, you know, the way that I look at um, somebody's scenario, somebody's, you know, overall picture is almost like a debt manager, Right. So you've got your your mortgage. Right. But then typically people have car loans and credit card debt, um, you know, just student debt. Right. Other debts involved. And so looking at it as a at the big picture and saying, OK, well, you've got a mortgage here. Right. You've got lots of equity and you have these other debts. Does it make sense to consolidate this? Right. And so, you know, the, the, the big ticket items would be car loans. Those typically um, have larger monthly payments um, and credit card debt is typically pretty high interest rate payments compared to a mortgage. So looking at that, you know, obviously, you know, there's no one size fits all. Oh, yeah, you should always do this. But certainly looking at that could be a major benefit, even if you have a very low interest rate and you pulling out some money, you know, even if the interest rate goes up a little bit, it may be, you know, immense value for you to doing it. And that's what we would probably label as debt consolidation. And then what about in- improvements? I mean, obviously, that's, a, that's kind of a bigger one for lots of times where people are going to be remodeling is, uh, you know, what what is your thought process on how to figure out that and, and plan for that, right? Yeah. So, you know, at least my family, we love the HGTV <laughs> shows and, you know, they, they you know, with, with a shoestring budget are able to do just an immense amount of things to a home and it, it changes it. It's awesome, right? So that before and afters, really what we're always looking for. Sometimes we skip through the, the middle of the show just to see the after. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, the, renovating a home, um, there's there's a few benefits, right? I'm, ultimately, if it's your primary residence and you live there, doing the renovation, hopefully it's something that, that you can use and benefit from and enjoy your home. Um, but you can certainly overdo it or, or spend money on things that you're not going to be able to recoup the costs on. Right. So, for instance, you know, getting a pool, I've, I've got two small kids and we always are looking for ways to expend their energy. Right. Um, so there's always a talk of should we get a pool or not? And believe me, I'm I'm a water guy. I love I love pools, um, but recouping the costs, not always um, something that 
uh, you can get from a pool, for instance. However, if you added square footage or added a bedroom, a lot of times, and again, there's no one size fits all absolute here, but a lot of times you're going to be able to recoup that cost and it's going to be of benefit. Right. So there's a little bit of kind of give and take on, you know, what do you want? Right. Because it's your home. Right. You, you should enjoy living there. Right. And then what what would possibly benefit the actual value of the house? So it's usually just, you know, rule of thumb here and they're meant to be broken. Usually, you know, small renovations are going to be of benefit. Right. So a updated kitchen, not a chef kitchen, but an updated kitchen. That's usually a, a, a good, uh, you know, get your money back kind of renovation, uh, you know, professional painting, garage doors and, and front doors. It's the first thing you look at when you when you uh, open up a house or, or walk up to a house that so those usually uh, you get your bang for your buck on. Um, so all of those things are certainly a good thing. You know, talking with a loan officer, talking with a real estate agent, talking with a contractor um, will help you kind of guide from what you want and also what you may be able to get back. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some people where they go insane on landscaping, which sometimes can be insanely expensive. And I don't think you always <laughs> get the money for that. And and we, we did put a poll in about geez, 15, 16 years ago now. And so we've definitely right. got our money back out of it. But but yeah, I have seen times where people buy a house with a pool and then get rid of the, you know, remove the pool. So yeah, yeah a lot of times people don't definitely... want to deal with the maintenance and they fill it in with dirt and you go, gosh, okay, well, you know, that's, right. that's what it is. <laughs> yep. So yeah. And, and so any other, um, you know, things, if somebody's looking to cash out, I mean, uh, the other thing too, on the, on the loan side though, it, it is a different uh, qualification, right? So if you're doing what they call rate and term, typically where you're just mm-hmm. refinancing and not taking money out, there's a lower set of hurdles, I think it is. And, and then it's a little bit tougher on when you're taking money out. Is, is that correct still? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. So there's a couple of industry jargon terms out there. Uh, rate and term is, is basically when you're changing essentially the rate or the term, uh, but not actually pulling cash out of your property. And then if you pull in cash out, that's go figure called a cash out loan. And there is an adjustment. Uh, there's a, there's a, you know, a fee that you pay for pulling cash out because it's slightly more risky for the investor, for the mortgage uh, lender. But there is also a, a another product out there that uh, makes it pretty easy to tap into your equity, and that's a home equity line of credit. It's different than a mortgage. It's a line of credit. So, you know, basically they say, you know, here's X amount of money that you can pull out if you want to. You know, it's usually in the you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? hundred, two, three, sometimes all the way up to half a million dollars that you can secure against your home. And then you only pay the interest on the amount that you truly are borrowing. And that's also another way that you can pull cash out. Yeah. And the only drawback, by the way, on those is uh, the Trump tax laws got rid of the ability to write off the interest on those. You used to be able to write off 100K of interest regardless of what you did with the money. I mean, if you went and paid vacation for it or whatever, it didn't matter. And, <laughs> Speaking and, of and, things you may yeah. not want to do with your equity. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and so, you know, in a good se- in one sense, it, you know, removing the tax deductibility made, maybe makes people do less bad things uh, or less bad decisions, hopefully. But uh, right now, of course, interest rates are really cheap on those, but those are always variable mm-hmm. rate loans too, right? So that's, that's the... Exactly. the Exactly. Big drawback. So as rates go up, those will be instantaneously uh, increasing. So 
Um, you know, so in terms of, you know, doing this analysis and doing the, the you know, the, the process, I mean, one of the things that uh, I've had a lot of feedback from clients that I've sent to you guys is, is how great the consultative approach is, how you guys really analyze it. And it's not like just some online thing where you just go, okay, here's my rate. It's like, hold it, this might be better for you or this one. So uh, tell people about, you know, what's the best way to get a hold of you and, and you know, what, how to do the process. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so definitely talking to somebody, going through, you know, hey, I'd like to possibly tap into some equity. It's a very big decision. So you want to really have that consultative uh, approach. So giving us a call, our phone number is 408-610-3210 or checking us out online at o2mtg.com would be a great way to get started. Yeah. And what was the phone number again? Phone number is 408-610-3210 and that's O2 Mortgage. Yeah, well, thanks for uh, coming on this month, and um, you know it's great information. We'll have you back next month. Thanks for having me, Eric. Take care. And with that, we'll be right back on Wealth Creator Radio. Have you done your homework yet? Yes, I'm talking to you. Have you done your homework yet? Just like Baum always made you finish your schoolwork before playing, you have some homework to do before playing in retirement. This assignment is called Finding the Income Gap. Once you know that, Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services can help you with the rest. To start your assignment, just text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184 to get your complimentary copy of Eric's Guide to Building the Income Bridge for your retirement. This Income Bridge Guide will show you the three simple steps you can take to create income in retirement. By the time you're done with it, you'll be able to easily calculate how much income you need for your retirement plans. So you can enjoy the financial independence you've worked so hard for. So to get this complimentary report, text INCOME to 800-454-1184. Text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric is an author. He wrote the book Worry Less Wealth, and this is something that you can get. Just head to his website and and request that or even give them a call. And, of course, the number is 800-454-1184. So on our show, Eric, you often tell us uh, challenges or risks that do exist in retirement. Always great information that we can gain knowledge from, stuff that we all need to know as we prepare for retirement. So Eric, give us an example of another um, someone who's experienced a financial obstacle in retirement. Yeah, well, this isn't as much in retirement as kind of, I guess, planning to retirement. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people like to do taxes on their own and and they, you know, or they'll do investing on their own, which, you know, which is fine. Um, You know, I do a lot of home improvement on my own and Often it works out well. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> and so, you know, j- just like anything, right? If if you've done it more, you're easier able to do it. And if you got more tools or the right tool, lots of times it can take you ten minutes. If you have the wrong tool, it can take you four hours. And same thing with taxes. And uh, you know, I was recently meeting with somebody who's a radio listener, and uh, you know, he had two IRAs, and I happened to notice he's had contributions on both his IRAs. And he was doing 500 a month to both IRAs, which is normally okay. But the problem is the maximum for a year is 7000 And so now all of a sudden he's 
you know, on track to put uh, to over contribute and break the law basically of fi- by five thousand dollars. So, you know, we got to take that money back out. He may owe an excise tax penalty for overfunding. You know, but I've also seen some other people where they've done other things, like they've got company stock in a in a four hundred one k, and they've been told by somebody or they just did it on their own and they just rolled that money over. Well, there's this really cool strategy called net unrealized appreciation where you can take that stock out and only pay tax on the cost basis, not how much it's worth now. And if you've been in that company for 15, 20, 30 years, I mean, that could be a huge amount of money. I mean, I've literally had one client where where it was $70,000 was how much we were saving them on taxes by using this little trick. And and so again, it's, it's one of these things where you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so how do you not know what you don't know? Well, <laughs> you got to talk to somebody, right? I mean, that, that's the only way to do it. You know, so sometimes you may want not want to do it or you may think, hey, I'm doing fine on my own. And then little did you know, you, you just cost yourself a lot of money or lost a lot of, you know, really great tax benefits that, that could have been there for you. So what's the solution to that? Really, well, it's having a plan, having somebody who's professional who does this all day long, and what we can do is set up an introductory call just to find out you know, if this you know, fits for you, if you want to go ahead and take advantage of it. Again, there's no cost or obligation. So if you want to set up a time to talk to us, give us a call, 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. That's all for this week's show. So we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision.